Welcome to the Bibbidi Bobbidi Bros Podcast, where two bros come on to talk about Disney theme parks and all things entertainment because, well, they don't really have much else better to do. So take Brian Hall, his insane love of Disney and his ability to do Disney impressions and mix it up with his best friend Paul, who also loves Disney entertainment. Mix them together and what have you got? The Bibbidi Bobbidi Bros Podcast. Now here's your host, Brian Hall and Paul. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Bibbidi Bobbidi Bros Podcast. This is Brian Hall here, as you guys all know. Things haven't changed there at all. And I am joined here by my co-host, Paul. Hello. I'm not as long-winded, and I cannot do that. <laughs> oh, that's all good. That's all good. So welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. We're very happy to be making another one of these. This is exciting. Yeah, because it's actually been like a month since we made one of these. A lot of changes. Even Lots though, of changes and transitions. Yeah, even though for you guys, it'll only seem like a week. A week. <laughs> but yeah, I remember I was just editing the third episode, and I was in there like, oh yeah, you're probably going to hear this a few weeks afterwards, which... It was more than a couple yeah. of weeks afterwards. It, it was, was about a full month. Yeah. Because at that point, I hadn't even gone to... We. It wasn't even October yet when we recorded that. No, because we didn't even go to Mickey's Not So Scary yet. Yeah, because we went at the end of September. Yeah, we went that. the day after we recorded it. Yeah. I even said in the... Th- I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited we get to go. Yeah, we said that in that. And I'm sitting there recording that. Fun. And I was talking about my weight loss. I'm like, I'm yeah. down like 26 pounds. And I'm like, oh, I'm way past that now. <laughs> tell, please tell the universe, pod, the podiverse. What do we call it? The, the pod the internet the, i call it, i just call it the internet the internet uh you should tell the internet how much you've lost because it's quite an accomplishment my friend i'm down 47 pounds now that is amazing if you people on the internet and, and youtube lands see this man he has lost an extraordinarily big amount of weight even though 47 doesn't seem like a lot it's huge and you can totally see it and i congratulate you none of my old clothes fit anymore that's great <laughs> That's awesome. It Congratulations. Is, it is very good. It is very good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I said very good. Like it was just, just like, it's very good, Brian. You did a good job. <laughs> well, no, you should congratulate like yourself. No, I mean, like it was a good thing that I grew out of my, all my clothes. It's a good problem to have. It's a great problem to have. And I think that's awesome. Congratulations. You're doing it for your health. You're not doing it for looks. Yeah. So I think that's even better. So well, congratulations to you. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. But anywho, buddy. we're getting off the subject. But yeah. Who cares? It's a podcast, man. That's true. We're that's rebels true. over here. We're rebels. But yeah, um, I thought it was funny. Yeah, so much has changed. Like after we posted that first episode and we were talking about the whole downtown Disney thing and we're like, oh, it's only tentatively, <laughs> tentatively, uh, t- tentatively on hold. Turns out like a couple of days after we posted it or like a couple of days before we posted it, it was permanently shut down. So the hotel is dead now. The Disneyland and now hotel is dead. Earl of Sandwich is back. Earl of Sandwich. Oh, Earl of Sandwich is back. It's coming back. It's coming back if it's not back already. And AMC Theaters is on its way back. Good. So Good. they're just because I, what's the point? <laughs> I will say I will say this. Even though Disney realized that they screwed up and that all of downtown Disney is like dead in that area, mm-hmm. they at least did something good. They brought in some uh, food trucks. To put I thought that was there. cool. Last time we that went, was, saw the food trucks. Yeah, that that was really it was good pretty call. neat. It was a good call on them. But yeah, what else has changed? Uh, as of right now, they still haven't announced what Rafiki's Planet Watch is going to become. I still think it should be Zootopia. Just saying. Uh huh. <laughs> uh but anywho yeah the reason why it took us so long to do another one of these recordings is uh number one we realized pretty quickly oh if we make them this far in advance 
uh, we're not going to be able to cover news stories no, very no. Quick, frequently because, like, like we just said, yeah, that be some of the changes, uh, some of the facts have been changed since we recorded that. Mm-hmm. Even by the time we uploaded it, right? And then also we both moved, so that took a we lot did. of we energy both out moved of us at the same time. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's still my my studio's not even fully set up yet, but like, it's beautiful. It's, well, thank you, I appreciate it. It's becoming a, a beautiful little studio. Thank you, I appreciate it. So yeah, we had to we we were like we're so glad we made three episodes so we could just crank them out while we were moving. Yeah, because it was tr- the man. It was a lot moving. It was it was a lot. We could talk about that for fifteen hours. That was a oh, that gosh. was a thing, and I don't want to do it for a while. Like, leave me alone. That's right. We have moved. Wow. We're happy where we moved. And we don't want to go anywhere. Yes. Oh my gosh! In heaven. Anyway. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah. Now, whenever you guys hear this, we're recording it just a few days before you're gonna hear it. So. Yeah. We're we're in we're all caught up. We're in November yes. now, so we're gonna talk <laughs> about some stuff. Uh, this whole time. We've been writing stuff back and forth to each other, just like you'd find something <laughs> in the parks news that you yeah. would text me and like, oh, we need to talk about this. I'd find something in the movie news it's like, oh, we got to talk about this. So we're going to do a little hodgepodge <laughs> of both of those for this episode. And then, of course, we're going to finish off with our Disney movie uh, of the week, which is going to be Fantasia. So. Na, 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 na. That's, that's Pinocchio. Shoot. <laughs> Crap. I thought. No, I thought that was just like. Well, I mean, the intro to the, all their movies. Yeah, na, it's na, When You na, Wish Upon a Star, which da. came out in Pinocchio before anything da. else. Wow. When you wish upon a star. Kay. Did you just realize that? I just that? realized that, and that's not a big deal. <laughs> you know what I also just realized? What? W- were we not just, what were we watching that I just realized something? Um, oh, Ariel, Little Mermaid. We were watching Little Mermaid. Yes. Yeah. And they're, when they when the, um, Ursula turns into a human, they're rushing her, Sebastian and Flounder are like rushing her to the surface. I'm like, why are they going so fast? She could breathe. Oh, she can't. She's a human. She can't I breathe underwater. I laughed so hard at you. <laughs> I've watched but... that things millions of times and I just realized it. Because he, he looked at me and said, Wait, is that why they're taking her up to the surface? <laughs> what do you mean? Because you can't breathe? I'm like, yes, what do you think they were doing? <laughs> just realized it. Oh, oh gosh. lordy. That's just me. Uh, anywho's, before we get started, we need the Disney fact of, of the, the day. day. Oh, cry. I said day. Yay. <laughs> we Can we just have that recorded? We can. But I like when you do it better in front of me because it makes me happy. I mean, we can do it in person every Disney, time. I think it'd be Disney fun. Disney fact of the week. Tell them why you do it with Paul, though. Like, the way you do it. There's a reason that you do it with Paul. I thought Paul. I mentioned it in the first one. I don't one. know if you did. Did you? I think maybe I you did a little have. bit. Um, okay. You might have. Well, the reason why is because we have now discovered one of your favorite characters oh ever. God, I love him. Is now the king of hearts from Alice in Wonderland. Because he's like this. He like... only has like three lines, but you're obsessed with him now. I he just love like. Him. He always pops out behind the Queen of and Hearts. Just like, Angie King. <laughs> uh, my dear. He has a really high pitched voice. So I he just, him. for a and while the there, after he discovered this character, well, you already knew about him, but like you fell in love with him. Oh my gosh. While you were I doing did. this thing. And I would do it for him all the time and it freak him it. out. So we just like, and Paul. <laughs> I get so excited. And Paul. Yay. Yeah. Oh, but uh, can, I, can I share a piece of news? Oh, we've got to do the Disney fact of the week first. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. And then I'll share my piece of news. <laughs> yeah, then you can share your piece of news. Uh, so Disney fact of the week is, uh, since we're doing Fantasia, we'll do something Fantasia related. I think you should. Um, 
most people don't know this, but Mickey went through many transformations before uh, Fantasia. I mean, they knew that, but um, Walt Disney said that his final redesign was going to be with Fantasia. He said while they were making Sorcerer's Apprentice, he's like, this is Mickey. He's not changing again. This is his design. This is his characteristics. Because if you look at the early early Mickey from Steamboat Willie to Fantasia, he did change a bit. Mm -hmm. Not just in his looks, but also his personality and the way he would do things. And it was, he said, this is definitive Mickey. And of course, he's changed a little bit since then as well, but... He's changed a lot of it in in certain cartoons. Yeah, with the recent Paul Reddish cartoons, Mm -hmm. he's really changed a lot. But other than that... The company stayed pretty true to what Walt said about that, which mm-hmm. has been which has been really cool. That is a fun Disney fact of the day. Week. Week. I realized that the entire uh, third episode we kept saying day. Day. Yeah, because we're changing apparently. Disney fact of the week. I it's always said day. I said day right now. Oy. Oy. Disney fact of the week with Brian and Paul. Hi there. <laughs> Makes me happy every time. Okay. A smile on my face. Yeah, you said you had some news. What is the it's, news? It's 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 um it's fun news for me. Fun it's news. It's not really fun. I want to um okay, so I created an Instagram account. Oh. He just said you said on episode 1 you weren't going to do Instagram, but now I here you are. To your getting face. Instagram. I lied to I lied. And the reason I created an Instagram account was cuz I thought it would be fun to do kind of behind the scenes slash Day in the Life of slash Fun Disney Stuff. Okay. So that's why I created it. Okay, so tell people where they can go find you on I Instagram. I shall. It's on Instagram at DisneyNerd2319. If you're a true Disney fan, my people, <laughs> you will understand the 2319. 2319! We have a 2319! If that doesn't give it away, I don't know what will. I'm not going to tell everybody what no. it is. They got to go figure it out if they don't if, know. And do me a favor. Go on my Instagram. And if you can tell me where 2319 is, I will appreciate you as a human being. No, you should you should go like their comment if they do. Yes, I will like your comment. I'll be like, heart, like, yeah. respond. Well, you're amazing. He will heart your comment if, if you if Please you do. Because if you know, you're a true Disney fan. If you know, well, not true. But I mean, you're, pretty, not, you're pretty hardcore. It's not that obscure. Yes, it is. No, it's not. If you went to a random non-Disney nerd. On the streets and been like, have you ever seen, or do you know what 2319 is? They'd be like, uh, you're well, weird. Well, okay, Go maybe, away. maybe to me. I'm calling 911. Maybe to me, it's uh, pretty obvious. It's obvious to us because we're Disney nerds. Because if I you come up to me true. and be like, 2319, 2319, I'm like, where? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> where? 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 Like, I Even get though it. that wouldn't affect you. No, but still, but I get it. But yeah, yeah. so at Disney Nerd 2319 on Instagram, follow me. Do there it, people. Go. Yes. Uh, you so... could also find Brian Hall at Brian Hall's. What is it? Brian Hall's voice. At Brian Hall's voice. That's on Instagram. He's also a YouTuber. If you don't know that, I think most people know that. <laughs> most people know me for that instead of this. Hey, it might change. Anywho, go ahead. Anywho, yeah. So uh, I know we had some topics we wanted to talk through. I want to talk about something that's not Disney related, but is <gasps> animation related. Bru- what? Not Disney related? It's animation related. Bibbity bobbity. What did we say in the last episode? We will talk about things that are not Disney. We did say that. It just caught me off guard. It hurt my little ears. I told you what we were going to talk about before we started the (laughs) podcast. And I mentioned this. Oh, yeah, you did. Go ahead. (laughs) Permission granted. We're going to talk about Shrek for a second because. I love it. Yeah, because uh, Universal Studios has just released. That 
they're going to put Shrek into the hands of Illumination Studios, and they're going to reboot the franchise. Why? Because money. That's why. Does that not bother you? Like, not the money piece, but, like, Shrek did good. Shrek did great. I mean, if you, good. if you add up all the money that Shrek 1, 2, 3, and 4 add, plus the Puss in Boots spinoff, they combined made more money than all three Toy Stories put together. Like, so almost So you double. have a highly successful franchise. Extremely. That you're going to reboot well, and put in the hands of Illumination Studios. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. Let's, let's, let's talk about exactly what they mean by reboot. Because I, I did some research on this before we started, just to make sure. And uh, when they say reboot, they don't necessarily mean they're remaking the entire film of Shrek. Okay. Um, what it sounds like they want to do is do more of something along the lines of what Jurassic Park did with Jurassic World. Kind of start a new franchise off from scratch, but not redoing the first movie. Okay. So most people don't know this because the films have never really addressed it. They kind of ignored Jurassic Park 2 and 3. Okay. Like, they just, they don't ever mention it. They don't ever talk about anything from that. They just right. kind of say, like, we're going to ignore that and just, we're going to start off from the end of the first one and uh-huh. just say, like, oh, 15 years later, we actually built the park. Right. Um, so there's rumors floating around that it could be that, where they're going to just completely ignore three and four because okay. most people didn't see it. And to be honest, they're vastly inferior to the first two. Shrek one and two. Yeah, Shrek 1 and 2. Shrek 1 was extremely successful. Shrek 2 was even more successful than that. 3 and 4 I can live without. I mean, I I thought 4 was better than 3, but 3, yeah, 3, I I was not a big fan of 3. We can just kind of forget 3 happened. And 4 was, 4 was decent. 4 was decent. So they're putting it in the hands of Illumination Studios, which I... He knows I. He knows I. I have a thing with gonna illumination. Say, Brian, we'll tell talk people about what it. you think about it. Now, mind you, I have to say, I don't maybe appreciate. Not appreciate. I don't like illuminations. No, or how, I don't know how to say this without sounding bad. <laughs> I like illuminations art. Like I like their. I like their, their, their art style. Is nice. Their it's, art it's simplistic. Good. It's simplistic, but also yes. very endearing and engaging. So I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah, their mm, art style is good. Their plots and their stories are uh, not my favorite. Well, here here's the thing with Illumination, and here's the thing that bugs me about them. It's like they're the most meh studio that exists today. Meh. The most like meh. Yeah. Out of at least all the animation studios, and here's here's the reasons why. It's like. With Disney, I love to love their films. And yeah. they, they take risks. They go out of their way to make something amazing. Uh, Pixar does the same thing. Although recently some people have been upset with the amount of sequels. And I understand. But you still got to admit, even their sequel material, which a lot of people think is like their B material, is still great. It's still amazing. It's still great. It's still good. And uh, DreamWorks is usually known for their really irreverentness and their great humor. Uh, Blue Sky, I know a lot of people have issues with blue sky and for those guys who don't know blue sky is a company that makes all the ice age films and a bunch of other uh like peanuts movie and all that stuff peanuts was a good peanuts movie. was great their animation was that animation that was, was amazing that was great and I, I will admit i have a really big soft spot soft spot for blue sky because i feel like sure their comedy is not always that great sure their plots aren't always amazing but i feel like they always try to have a strong heart and i feel mm-hmm. like they do a good job with that uh, even Sony animation, even though they make weird stuff like the emoji movie, let's just pretend that never happened. Please. Uh, but 
whenever they do their animation, it usually has this extreme squash and stretch that's really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Hotel Transylvania, clad in the of meatballs. Mm-hmm. They're, I can really appreciate that art style. I can't find really anything to appreciate about Illumination Studios is everything is so average mm-hmm. that it's their story plots are average. Their characters are average. Their emotion is average. Everything's just so average. I just... The studio's just average. Like... That's why it surprised me that DreamWorks put it in the hands of Illumination well, and they no, didn't do it themselves. No, no, that's That's not really how it worked. So here's what happened. DreamWorks is owned now by Universal. Universal yeah. bought DreamWorks a while back. Oh, and they and guess what? Illumination. Yes. Oh, so it so wasn't really like a... Universal's over there looking at sheer numbers. Right. Now, I will give Illumination this. Even though I think everything they make is meh, except eh, Despicable Me 1... I really I like Despicable Me 1. Yeah. And I'll even give this... I liked seeing a little bit more than most people did. But other than that, everything they make is just beyond average. Yeah. Like, I just sit there going, I know everything that's going to happen, and... You know, it's just... They don't have major plot twists. No, it's... It, the thing is that they intentionally play by the book. So much so that it's beyond predictable. But their marketing team... is amazing. Their marketing mm. team is fantastic. Have you seen the Grinch posters around LA? They're everywhere. I ordered they're stuff... they're amazing. No, no, no. I ordered stuff from Amazon. Amazon. You saw that. I ordered new lights mm-hmm. for my studio and everything. It came in like three Grinch boxes. And even on that, you're supposed to scan Max into uh, into Amazon, and then they pull up an exclusive clip of the Grinch. Same. I'm just like, that was brilliant marketing. Their marketing team is amazing. Yeah. Well, but that's their why mar- I, I, their marketing team though is phenomenal. And like I said, the billboards across LA with the Grinch on it with yeah. the sayings. That's yeah, everywhere. That, People are putting them on Instagram. They're going yeah. viral. They're trending. I mean, there's the marketing team their is marketing brilliant. Team, yeah, their marketing team is great. And yeah. that's why their films make so much, much money. money. Mm-hmm. You realize that the Minions movie alone made over a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Their marketing team is phenomenal. It the, is in the, the movie. Top, yeah, yeah. It's in the top 10 most... Mm-hmm. Uh, Top ten highest grossing animated films of all time mm-hmm. with like Minions Frozen and Minions. Lion King. And oh. I'm like, Ugh, that hurts my heart. <laughs> oh. I know. Put some in the same. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Move Anywho. on. Move yeah, on. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying Illumination is a bad company. I'm just saying that they have so much potential. There's so much they could they do. be doing with it. And they just play it so safe that it's it's it kind of hurts your heart. They're like you could be doing so much better. Why aren't you doing more? Maybe they're playing it safe because they want to make sure they get a secure yeah. footing, and then let's try to experiment. Let's oh, they, try they've to... already secured their footing. <laughs> they secured their footing with their first venture of Despicable Me. That's true. But anywho, let's, uh, let's let's move on, my friend. Yeah, and the the yeah, but that's the reason why Universal's looking down at. It makes uh, sense. Illumination. And Illumination is making billions, like, mm-hmm. uh, billions of dollars right now. I mean, billions of dollars. So, but DreamWorks, the most of their films recently have not been doing so hot. So Universal is probably looking at them going, we want to reboot Shrek because we think there's still more money we can milk from this. Let's give it to Illumination. Mm-hmm. And I do like the fact that they're going to try to get the original cast back together. I don't know if the original cast wow. is going to do it. But yeah. They they want to get Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, everybody back together. That would be together. cool. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, <sighs> the whole thing about Shrek is that it took risks, and that's why it was so great. Mm-hmm. Illumination won't take risks, so this is going to be the most by the numbers thing that you can expect, especially with uh, Chris Melodondri heading up the whole thing, who is the head of Illumination. He like prides himself on keeping everything average, and I'm like, don't do that. 
Don't do that. Not with Shrek. But it will be a, a hopefully a pleasant surprise. Hopefully so. Like I, Illumination, please don't. If anyone from Illumination is listening to this, I highly doubt you are. But if you are, <laughs> please don't take this as I think y'all are all terrible stuff. No, I'm I'm frustrated with y'all because I know y'all have so much more potential. I can see it in the films, but y'all won't push yourselves. So please push. I want I want you to prove me wrong. I want good. to see a great Shrek film. That's good. So I think we. I think we might get a pleasant surprise. Hopefully so. So this is a little uh, addendum while I was editing this. I had not watched The Grinch up until this point, and I just saw it uh, in between recording this and posting it. And I had to say, Grinch really surprised me, and it was a very fun, emotional movie, and I finally got the movie from Illumination I've been looking for. So I have hope now, and I feel a little bad for harping on Illumination as hard as I did, but I still stand by what I said, just maybe not quite as harshly, and they're showing improvements, so yay, Illumination's getting better, yay! And now you had some stuff you want to talk about, some news with the Disney books. <laughs> It's not as passionate as yours. I get passionate about my animation. You, you do. Um, Even though Shrek's not Disney. And I would like I, to, I, to I, first talk about yeah. um, A-Girls. Yeah, that's not as passionate as what you just talked about. A-Girls. Oh, yeah, you sent me the picture of this. The, it was mac and cheese egg-rolls, was it? Oh, my goodness. I almost passed out in excitement. Even though you can't and eat And peed them. my pants. No, I can't. But... <laughs> I looked at them and I went, macaroni and cheese egg rolls? Whoever made this up is a flippin' genius. We should probably preface that this is a new food item you can now get at Epcot. Epcot in Canada, apparently. I don't know why. Maybe Canadians like their macaroni and cheese egg rolls. But I think that's where they said it was. It looks amazing. I want to eat them in my face. I want them. But I can't because I will die because I can't eat dairy. He's Yeah, he can't or have wheat. dairy or gluten. Oh my gosh. He has, times. yeah. He, yeah. It's actually a medical condition. He's, it's not like some kind of crazy LA diet. No, I'm not, I'm not one of those, but it's, but it looks so good. And then the other thing besides the macaroni and cheese egg rolls, yummy, please. I want them in my stomach, um, is what Disney has now come out with and introduced their no streaming service and what they called it. Oh, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. You were telling me this. I, Because of the move, I have not been paying attention much to the internet, which I should because that's my job. Kind of, yeah. Just a little. But what, um, what was it again? They're going to be calling their new streaming service Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Now, have mm-hmm. they announced mm-hmm. whether or not everything that's in the Disney library is going to go up there? Because I, I don't remember what they said about the films that are in the vault. The the Bob Iger, the big, the big kahuna, the big um, macaroni and cheese egg roll up there in the sky... He said, uh, he didn't really say. What he said was there will be a lot on the um, the service. And they are actually, because now they own a lot of Hulu. That's true. They own uh, a lot of Hulu because they bought Fox. Yeah, since the Fox deal is officially going to go through now, they're going to be, I think, 60% shareholders. Mm-hmm. Of, of Hulu, which of means Hulu. they control a lot of the content. Yeah, and according to an interview that Bob Iger did, he has every intention of completely buying out Hulu yes. and making that. which he said. So I yeah. think what they're doing is doing exclusive Disney-related material like well, animation, they, yeah. Marvel, stuff like that. Well, they've officially na- announced that, but what uh, they, they also said they're going to put some of their old properties on there as well. Yes, and that's, they are. That's what I'm curious about is, is this going to be the end of the Disney vault? I was actually reading an article about that, and that oh. was super interesting that you even said that, because they were saying the same thing. Is this ending an era of the Disney vault? 
I don't know. It's a really it's it's interesting because in my opinion, they can do the same exact thing on Disney Plus by releasing movies and like for a limited time. But then that might get frustrating. Uh, well, I mean, that's why um, I worked so hard to buy every single Disney classic as it came out of the vault. Right. And uh, I love the fact that now I have access to every Disney animated film, regardless if it's in the vault right. or not, because I have that full access. And I just buy the new one as it comes out because they mm-hmm. put extra bonus features. And I'm a nerd and I want to watch it. Of course. But uh, if you've noticed... All the new films that they're coming out with, even ones that are extremely successful that should go into the vault system, are not going in the vault system. They are not. They're not going to the vault system, which no. is interesting. Like to you me. could still go to Best Buy and buy Frozen, right? Or Zootopia or Tangled. So it might be their way of phasing out the vault system. Which, but you know what, kind of hurts my heart it a little. It sucks because that is that is a tr- Disney tradition. Is kind of a thing that nerds look forward to. It's like, oh, well, Lady and the Tramp is coming out of the vault, so maybe we should go get a copy of it. Well, yeah, it's not a even great that. marketing technique too. No, and, and it's because that's something Walt Disney set up before home video was even a thing, right? Like he wanted to preserve the legacy of his films, which is why they only went to theaters every seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when home video came out. They only did home video with the knowledge that it would only be released for a limited time and they go back in the vault. So I get it. They they need to change stuff about Walt's laws because things have changed since Walt's day. I get it. But at the same time, my, the Disney nerd in me is just like, but Walt said it. It's really funny because you're very much a conservative traditionalist disney nerd yes where i am very much progressive liberal disney nerd if you get butthurt about a lot of things that change within the disney system you get butthurt admit I it do. you get butthurt i'm not arguing uh-uh. when i hear it i'm like oh my gosh how cool that would be amazing there are many a traditionalist disney nerds out there who get who got very upset that guardians of galaxy took over tower of terror I would have been upset if that was our only Tower of Terror anywhere in the world. Right. Or we even if that was the best in one. in Florida. And the Florida one's better. Why Florida? I still don't know. Because <laughs> you haven't ridden it yet. Once you ride it, you'll understand. I know, I know. Because I hear it's like way more like awesome. But here's the thing. Hence, my point is, you as a traditionalist Disney nerd might not have gotten mad. But there are many traditionalist Disney nerds who got very upset at the fact that they took that away. Because it's your tradition. And well, it's... Conv- it's well, my thing, my thing is, it's I care about what Walt himself said, right? Because I'm not usually mad when they make park changes because of the fact that he said, as long as there's imagination in the world, Disneyland will right. never be complete. Right? He never expected that everything that was in the park the day it opened would stay forever. No. Right? And so, if they want to take out an old ride, that even one that I'd love, I would be welcome to it, even though I wouldn't always like it. I would, I would embrace it. Okay, if so I liked it, I would. But for, uh, yes, I totally agree. Because there's sometimes they change stuff and it sucks. Yes, but not all the time. Totally, it's very few times. I say though that you're more of a conservative. Yeah. Because you don't like that change. You're not a big fan of change. I don't like it whenever it directly impedes something that Walt Disney himself said. But then also, I so have then to... you have your traditional aside because yeah. that's traditional, right? Yeah. Where if with me, I took whatever Walt Disney says, whatever the parks, whatever happened, and. I'm very liberal and I'm very progressive with it. Because like you said, Disney parks will never stop growing as long as there's imagination no. in the world, right? I take that and it's like, it's it's not literal. Well, it is. It's literal to me. So it's like, okay. 
that means they're going to change, 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 change. And I welcome all change. Like you said, it might suck, but I welcome it. And I'm cool with it. And I like it. People get mad about it, dude. You know. I know. Disney I nerds know. get mad. I know. People got super mad about uh, Red changing in Pirates. Oh, my God. There was a whole uproar. Like, people were emailing, writing, going to Disney and protesting. There was a thing. I know like, there was. That is a true conservative. You would never do that. That's not no, you. No, because I'm like, I, I honestly saw that change coming a mile away. I'm right. surprised they didn't do it sooner. I'm really surprised it didn't happen. But the thing is, you now see... There's a conservative I, I, and a liberal Disney nerd. Well, yeah, it, it's just my, yeah. And like I said, mine only comes whenever it involves words that Walt himself yeah. said. And movies. You're and, very, you're, you're big, you're a very tra- big traditionalist on the movies. Well, because I'm a movie nerd first and foremost you before are. anything and I'm else. And I'm a huge park nerd. Right. Uh, so I, I'm not upset about the fact that they're, that the vault, I, I'm a little upset that the vault might go away, but at the same time, if it does go away, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. But I am going to be a little upset because I spent so much money <laughs> on keeping everything that's in the vault. And now we just have it forever for like 20 bucks a month. You don't know that. They might do something. You, they might. You will be. They Disney's might. creative. And I, I actually really like the vault system. I know it bugs a lot of people and a lot of people don't understand why it's in place. And I get that. But they haven't mentioned uh, getting rid of it. They haven't said anything. And I really don't think I they're going to take such a big thing within the disney realm and get rid of it that quickly they maybe change it into something but i don't well, think I they're mean, gonna get rid of it they wouldn't change it that quickly like you said they've already started phasing it out because they're not they putting frozen and zootopia and everything into the vault it's just available at all times it will, i'm very curious to see what will happen i'm curious to see too i hope Hopefully that they stay with change. walt but you know they may not uh but anywho yeah here yeah but anyway, I'm excited for the streaming service because I, I know that too. they're, they're going to make content that's exclusively for that. So right? I'm excited about I think that. that's great. It's going to be awesome to have yep. all Disney stuff all the time. They've already announced that the Lady and the Tramp live action movie is going to go there first. It's not even going to go to theaters. He, oh, really? Uh-huh. Interesting. I don't know how that's going to work in live action or the dog's going to talk. That would be cool. Yeah. Or is it going to be like 101 Dalmatians kind of a thing? Ooh, it'll probably be CG. Well, like a CG everything. Yeah, I mean, it was one thing with 101 Dalmatians. You kind of kind of make that work because the humans played a big role. But in Lady and the Tramp, you never even saw a single human's face except for no, like no. Aunt Sarah and maybe the dog catcher. And the Italian owners. Oh, and the, the Italian the owners. You're totally right. This is the night. It's a beautiful <laughs> night. We got it back. All right, so... Now that we've talked about that, it's time to get to our Disney movie of the week. Oh, my, I, I love this movie. It's I actually a beautiful movie. Yeah, so now we sat down this week and watched my fourth favorite Disney movie of all time. If you've seen my top five Disney movies list, you'll know which one it is. It is Fantasia. Fantasia. That was pretty good. Thank you. Keep doing <laughs> it a little bit. You can kind of get a uh, Dr. Claw thing in. I will get you, Inspector Gadget. Oh, dude, I remember Inspector Gadget. Yeah. Da, 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 Inspector Gadget. And Penny. Yeah. yeah poor little girl. <laughs> Golly. Okay, now back to back to Fantasia. <laughs> so, yes, I I don't know. I don't care how many times I watch this movie. I just, I still fall in love with it. It's amazing. It is seriously a beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. I love dancing hippos. <laughs> Who wouldn't? I mean, Who wouldn't I, I, I dancing love hippos? Them. I love them. Who, who would not love Dancing Hippos? If you don't love Dancing Hippos, you have no heart. That's true. Like, come on. You dancing have to love Hippos dancing. are amazing. And Dancing yeah. Elephants. And, and Dancing it. Pachyderms, man. Yeah. Pe- Pachyderm power. 
Pachyderms! Come on. I mean, I that's redonk. Um, it is my favorite. My favorite scene, man, is the Bacchus scene. <laughs> yeah, his favorite is uh, Beethoven's Pastoral Symphony. Uh, specifically yeah. the part... It's, it's the part where Bacchus comes out, right? And he comes out in his little donkey with a little unicorn yes. horn. And I just love that whole scene. I want to live there. <laughs> you want to go live on, like, Mount Olympus? Yes. I want to live there. That looks like a beautiful place to live, and you're drunk all the time. No wonder they have <laughs> oh, no gosh. problems. You're drunk constantly. <laughs> I know uh, when I was a kid, I would watch uh, The Dance of the Hours, which is yes. like the hippos and the alligators and the elephants and everything. Uh, that and Rite of Spring with the dinosaurs. I would watch those two over and over and over to the point where... We had two VHS copies of this, and one of them, I watched Dance of the Hours so much that every time before the ostriches throw the main one up in the air, it would kind of fizz out. Because <laughs> I watched it so much. <laughs> I think that's awesome. You're a passionate person. Yeah. Passionate fan. Which a lot of people, a lot of, I keep saying this, but a lot of people keep forgetting. But as you know, I have a degree in classical music, mm-hmm. specifically opera. And I'm convinced that my love of classical music started with Fantasia. I believe it. Because that was, well, I remember listening to this enthralled to it as a kid. I would watch it just as much as Lion King, Dumbo, Jungle Book, and none of my friends did, and they thought it was kind of weird, but I didn't care because I loved it. Right. And I think it, that's, I think it's true. And I thought the music was fantastic. I loved uh, box Staccata, and Fugue in D minor. I don't know what you just said. Bless you. Oh, the intro with the... I thought you sneezed. I just, I thought you sneezed. I'm sorry. Staccata and Fugue in D minor. You sneezed again. That's weird. Gosh. But yeah, even as a kid, I was drawn to this music, which is interesting because I grew up in a household that did not listen to classical music whatsoever. And they they were worried I was going to be a social pariah because I did. Well, where you grew up, I wouldn't. Yeah, I get it. I, I had my friend like I had my friends. We did that. Oh, we, yeah. We you had your music. social circle. Yeah. And awesome. we were in choir. We'd sing classical music all right. the time. It was great. But anywho, yes, I, I adore I adore this movie so much. Uh, I have a question for you, Brian, about yeah. the movie. Yeah, what's the question? I'm going to test you. Oh, oh, mm. that's right. You wanted to bring back the questions from I'm Snow White. I'm going to test Okay, you. test away. I'm excited now. I forgot we were going to do this. Mm-hmm. Ask away. Well, while he's he's finding the questions, he wrote them on his phone somewhere. So while he's looking for them, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about uh, some of the history of Fantasia that was going on. Uh, when it came out as i said before in the pinocchio one fantasia was a financial flop when it first came out critically it was a huge success but it bombed pretty bad um but on top of that the reason walt made this in the first place was because he really wanted to show the world that he was more than just a pop culture creator he wanted to be an artist uh, so he wanted to make something that showed that. And he wanted so desperately for animation to be seen in the view of the main artist as a valid form of art. And uh, it wasn't unnoticed. Like even the greats of the time, like Salvador Dali, uh, he long said that one of the greatest surrealist artists of all time was Walt Disney. And so much so that they ended up working together on a short called Destino, that never saw the light of day while they were alive, but later got remade. And we'll talk about that some more whenever we get to Fantasia 2000, because it was made for that, even though it never made it in the final cut, if I remember correctly. Um, I'm, I'm ready. Oh, you found it. I found oh, my questions. Okay, here we go to questions. All right, here we go. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> Which orchestra oh, 
played a central role in the creation of the film Fantasia. I'm trying to remember this. I know I know I know this. I can give you some 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 answers. Well, I, some... I know you can give the answers. You have them. No, I know. I mean, I can give you some hints. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, well, don't don't give me hints yet. Oh, okay, I want to see okay, if I can do okay, this on my okay. own. I I know that Leopold Stokowski was the conductor. He was. He was. Uh, Deems Taylor was the was the uh, narrator, but I know that doesn't really mean anything right now. Um, I want to say it was the London. No, not London. Maybe it was the New York Pop Symphony. You want me to give you a hint? Yeah, give me a hint. Okay, I'm going to give you a hint. Ready? Yeah. Okay. In this city, they sound like this. Hey, you. Hey, buddy, I'm walking here. So what the you... New York Pop Symphony. No, actually, another city sounds like that. <laughs> oh, the Boston Boston Pop. Nope, no more, another one. I'll give you another one. Ready? Ready? One more hint. They're known for their cheesesteaks. Oh, the Philadelphia yep. Philharmonic. Philadelphia Orchestra or Philharmonic. Okay. Isn't that interesting? I would totally thought it would be London, New York, LA, Philadelphia. Oh. Weird. I guess they were good. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Let's do it. I think you'll get this one. Okay. What is the name of the sorcerer in the Sorcerer's Apprentice scene? Oh, Yin Sid. There you go. I'm proud of you, friend. I'm and proud of you. did you realize how they got the name Yin Sid? It's Disney backwards. Yep. Uh, because a lot of... Uh, if you go watch Sorcerer's Apprentice... That should have been my username on Instagram. <laughs> Yin Sid 2319. There you go. No one. Nah, I like Disney Nerd. Because the animators, whenever they were making the Sorcerer from Sorcerer's Apprentice, based so much of him off of Walt Disney. Like that little eyebrow cock that he gives to Mickey mm-hmm. at the end whenever he, he gets in trouble. That that same eyebrow raise was the exact same thing Walt would do anytime an animator did something he didn't like. Oh, how funny. So they intentionally put that in there as a little homage to Walt. That's funny. Okay, ready? Yeah. Besides elephants, what creatures appear in the Dance of the Hour sequence in Fantasia? Crocodiles, uh, (laughs) alligators, no, crocodiles, ostriches, and hippos. You are correct, sir. You you left out the elephant ones because you know that's my favorite. That's true. (laughs) Um, Okay, and then one more. If you don't get this, I I might cry a little. Okay. Crap. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what? I couldn't read it. I'm like, what the heck? What ballet is performed in Fantasia? Oh, Rite of Spring. Rite of Spring is a ballet. Or there's multiple ballets in this because the Nutcracker is a ballet. Rite of Spring is a ballet. And the Dance of the Hours comes from a ballet. I just want to make a face. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I just want to see how long, I want to see how mad you would get. Yeah. Uh, it's just like you. They're all um, those were all ballets. Or Dance of the Hours wasn't a ballet by itself, but it was from a ballet. Got it. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I hate the fact that you're right half the time. <laughs> I only I'm, have a degree in classical music, I am going to and we had to find... study all of these. Oh, except we didn't do a whole lot with the Dance of the Hours, but we had to study the other ones. I am going to one day stump you. And when I do, I'm going to celebrate on, on Instagram. Like, you stumped me on a couple questions on Snow White. True, I did. But I want to I want to make you, like, cry. That's how. In, in anger. Just, meh, is what I want you to say. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. So, I love the movie. Bacchus mm-hmm. is one of my favorite scenes. I think it was amazing. Yeah. 
Um, you know what I don't like about it? What? The demons. I don't like the demon scene. Okay, that's that's an interesting point you bring up. I know I told you this while we were watching the movie, but I have people come up all the time and tell me how much, like as a kid, pink elephants like traumatized them and gave them nightmares and did all this, but they could watch this and be just fine. They could watch the yeah. Chernobog sequence with Night on Bald Mountain and they it's no problem. But as a kid, Mm-mm. that was the only thing in animation that ever gave me nightmares was Night yep. on Bald Mountain. And as an adult, I watch it again and I'm like, I still see why. It is scary. I want to cuddle up in a little ball and eat potato chips. It's literally Satan and his demons. Yeah. Well, technically it's Chernobog, but he's supposed to represent Satan. I don't like it. Yeah, and, it's messed up. Um, if Disney was still alive, I would say, dear Mr. Disney, what is wrong with your head? Well, remember, like I said, it was him trying to show his artistic side. It was less about trying to make kids happy and smile and more about showing the dichotomy between good and evil in the most extreme way possible which is satan versus god mm-hmm, 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 which having mm-hmm. nine on bald mountain which the entire piece is based around that which is uh i think it was the russian idea of uh satan coming out and his demons worshiping him for one night it was like the equivalent of their halloween right but it was a night to be feared not one to celebrate mm-hmm. and then uh, of course ave maria which is a prayer uh to god right um Maybe, could be wrong, not an artiste, he should have just kept to his day job. Um, and He was doing his day job. Yeah. He was no. making animated he, films. Um, animated films for, you know, religious <laughs> cults. <laughs> because... For religious cults? <laughs> that thing was scary, man. That thing was scary. It was scary. But I that's was sitting show... here watching it with you going, I need to pray. And after I pray, I need to do like I need to go around, but that's and spread sage around because I feel. But that's the thing. Scary. No, no, no. But that's the thing. The second the bells ring in the morning to start the main service, it weakened his demons, and they couldn't be out anymore. I like that part because God has full control. Well, God does have full control. We have our Lord, and He's amazing. But now, for the record, we should probably say that we are both Christians. So we talked a little bit about this. Jesus is the reason for the season. So, if, fair warning, if you're not a Christian, we're going to talk about that just a little bit. But that's not going to be the whole podcast, though. It's a beautiful... The, the music. Whew. Call yes. me Sally and smack me in the face. That was amazing. Absolutely. The music was just absolutely fantastic. I you know like... you've been my friend a long time if I say call me Sally and smack me in the face and you completely ignore it and go on to the subject. I'm used to that. I, know. I have my You know own... you've been my friend a while. You can ignore it. I've this. got all my sayings that you at first were like just dumbfounded Whopper by. jawed. That is still a okay, thing. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Ready? Yes. Okay, please listen. tell him. I know no, exactly what you're going to say. No, I don't tell think it. you do. I really don't. I do you know. No, I, you don't. Because I'm going to surprise you. The you Alex thing. No. Well, you're, I should, you should say, actually. You oh, should okay. tell about that story. But I was at work a couple days ago, right? Okay. Minding my own business. Doing my thing. And I was seeing a patient. And the patient looks at me and go, you know, tells me his little thing. And I go, that seems a little whopper jawed. And my eyes got really big. And the guy goes... What's Whopper John mean? Mind you, this man is not out there. <laughs> but he was even confused about the saying. I go, oh, Whopper John. Wow, I actually said it. I go, oh my gosh, my whole oh, man. <laughs> Turning into a Texan. And yep, I said it. I said Whopper John. I, I used it in the correct context too. I go, that seems a little Whopper John, like a little off kilter, a little, yeah. little off there. And just to verify this, you thought I was making most of this up. I did. And then my and best friend from Texas wrote me and said, Hey, you need to tell Paul this, that you were right on both counts. Whopper jaw is a word, 
and y'all have no idea how to use the word barbecue correctly. <laughs> I I want to I want to thank Alex. Thank you, Alex, if you're listening, because you probably are. Um, thank you, because it's true. Whopper drought is a word, and yep. I I concede. Barbecue. You finally concede. But Brian, I'm only gonna concede if you tell me what happened recently with our outing with our friend David. Okay. And David's listening, so okay. David knows okay. <laughs> what's about to come. Okay, so ever since I moved out to California, you have been taking me to barbecue place after barbecue place yes, after I barbecue have. place. Determined. Determined to find something that I'm going <laughs> to like that is comparable to Texas yes. barbecue. Mm-hmm. And I, everywhere I've gone, they've been fine. Right. Just nothing was Texas quality. But then you took me to this one barbecue place mm. just recently. And when the dude is telling us what's good on the menu, he specifically says, oh, you need to try the brisket. We've had people from Texas come in here and say, this is just as good as Texas brisket. I just want to let you know when that man said that, Brian's eyes went got 50 times bigger and was like, test me. Test me. Bring it on. <laughs> but it wasn't like big eyes of an excitement. It no. was more like skepticism. It was extreme skepticism <laughs> like... You realize you're talking to a Texan right now, right? And I even said, I go, he's from Texas. And he's like, oh, okay, perfect. So then they bring out a little sampler platter right, of sampler. all the meats. All the meats. Uh, or just like the No, it was. Meats. It was all the meats. Not all of them. They didn't Not have like meats. chicken and stuff. That's true. That's true. Um, and I try that brisket. Guys, I got to tell you, it, t- <laughs> it was Texas brisket. I was so shocked. <laughs> I'm like, you found a place that serves Texas brisket. Of course, not the rest of their meat doesn't necessarily do it. Their hot links tasted like Texas hot links and their brisket. Yes. But all the other meats I tried weren't. But that brisket. Brisket was right on, dude. That brisket was fantastic. And the beans. They put sausage and bacon in their beans. They even put sausage and bacon in their mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. And I fell in love. This is not my new favorite barbecue place in California. It's still not as good as barbecue places in Texas. and I totally, I I concede, barbecue is not hot dogs and hamburgers. Thank you! Barbecue is smoked meats. That's right. And I'm totally conceding to that. So if we bring... Because... Go ahead. So if we ever invite a group of people over for Mm -hmm. a big party, Mm -hmm. and we're going to serve hamburgers and hot dogs, what are we going to call it? We call that a cookout. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm very proud of you. Or you. I would have accepted grill out as well. Depending oh, thank on, you. Grill out the judges is another will one. accept either grill out or cookout. Yes, but barbecue I'm is completely unacceptable. I'm learning as a Western ra- born and raised boy from the West, from the West <laughs> Coast in LA, that um, we do not use the term barbecue correctly. That's right. And to all people listening in California, although we are the best state ever, we, I, 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 that, <laughs> Brian does not support that statement. <laughs> Brian or any any affiliate of Brian does not support that statement. Um, we, not, I, I'm not saying California's bad. It's no. just not the best. Well, you know, there's the great state of Texas. There is the great state of Texas, and then the great state of California. There is the state of California. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We've we've done this before. We've been we've we been have. down this road. We have. You were sitting there fighting with me for twenty like, minutes. Say the, the great, great state, state of California. California. No, it isn't. It's the great state of Texas. I'm like, there's a state of Texas, <laughs> and there's a state of California. We agree to disagree here. Oh, I love that. Anyway, yes. So I concede. You win, sir. But Yay! I'm so happy. We have finally found a place suitable for your taste buds for barbecue. Well, for for brisket. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, we got totally off topic, but I don't care. That was fun. It was funny. It was very fun. All right, so thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you guys and, enjoyed. And, and, don't forget to follow me. <laughs> That's right. I just love I get to say that. It's yeah. Instagram at DisneyNerd2319. Yeah, follow us on Instagram or me on all my other stuff too. I try to post uh, reminders every time we post a new episode. Also, write on there and tell us what you want us to talk about. Thank you. Like, I was going to ask you, like, because they only can write reviews for podcasts. So, like, what? How do we? So, get yeah. us on Instagram. Yeah, tell us to, what you want. Come to Instagram. Write us some messages and we will we will look at those. Because we want to know what you want Yeah, to we want to know for. what you guys want to talk about. Totes. And we will talk about whatever you want us to talk about. Otherwise, we're just going to keep doing what we've been doing. And just right. pulling. Which is fun. Yeah, it's been fun. So, don't forget to uh, to follow us, guys. Yes. Tell us what's going on, what you want. Tell us how the things are going. Yes. And just, just be so happy. Yeah. And we hope us. you have a very magical... <gasps> Bippity boppity kind of a day. Bye guys. Bippity boppity boo